is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Damn, that was loud. My apologies. Hey, yo. <coughs> it's Friday. It's the end of another week. We made it through another week. Uh, 
And we gonna chill out. We gonna go in though. We chilling out, but we still going in. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but we're gonna make it work. All right. The week for me has been crazy with work. Wasn't able to do the episodes that I wanted to do throughout the week, so I made something work. I made it do what it do as always, but no excuses. All right. It's Friday morning. It's ten thirty four. Jersey Judah and I'm back another episode another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel alright so cool Friday Friday is here December is here by the way it is December the 1st It is already December the 1st, and it is officially the end of the year. I had to turn this heat down because I'm burning up, but it's cold as hell out. So, um, what do I have, man? I have, I have some things to get through. Uh, Tasha K exposes Sukihana. We got Tasha K exposing Sukihana. All right. Matter of fact, let's read through the titles briefly. 24 minutes and four seconds total of content to go through on this episode. This is going to be an all gas, no breaks, no segment type of ordeal. That way, when I'm done this episode, I can have this shit uploaded by the time I go to work or at the very least uh, schedule the episode to upload around 330. I just uploaded um, something this morning. From last night uh, with the Orlando Brown and um, DJ Academics episode. So y'all check that out. I've been having to do a lot of things last minute in terms of not recording, but in terms of uploading. Recording is not a problem. I don't have a problem with, with recording episodes, but I do have a problem with uploading episodes because it does take a long time and it's strenuous. Um. So any chance that I would get like in the beginning or not in the beginning, because technically in the beginning, I was doing three and a half hour live stream or three and a half hour podcast episodes. So I had to chill with that. Then I was doing just an hour long episodes. And I'm like, ah, it's not enough. But then I kind of one hour, 45 minutes, two hours tops. Anything that hits two hours, I don't record two hours straight. Because it's a pain in the ass when it comes to uploading. So, of course, I do part one, part two, segment one, segment two, compile it once everything is uploaded separately, and then make episodes happen. Um, Yeah, this this retarded ass week, man. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make it do what it do, though. All right? We're going to make it do what it do. We got Tasha K just ended Sukiata's career with this interview. All right? So I think she, just a a spoiler, not that it's much of a spoiler. I'm not going to tell you about the entire situation, but I'll tell you about enough. Um, The man that Tasha K is interviewing, I believe, is Sukihana's baby's daddy. So a whole lot of baby daddy, baby mama drama. Hey, black. Black people shit. Then we got 50 Cent's hilarious interview regarding P. Diddy's sexuality. 
Now, this is old. Y'all probably heard this before, but this is from the uh, Hodge. Was it the Hodge twins? They're the black rednecks. I call them. I call them black rednecks. That's the closest thing you can get. And in terms of still being an African-American, quote unquote, an American black, these are redneck blacks. I'm letting y'all know. So I'm just going to give y'all a warning. But then again, I don't know. I might pull audible. Dude. I might pull the audible. I don't like being disorganized. Sometimes I like a little shenanigans, a little fuckery. Uh, we have more celebrities are being exposed after Diddy accusations. And that is from the truth is a very conspiracy theory is ish type of channel. But I still find it to be entertaining and funny as hell. We also have Doc Rich later on tonight. The tide has turned. People aren't buying the crap anymore from the Biden administration. All right. You already know it's one of those titles. It has to be something good in it. But let's get this shit started. Let's spill some tea, right? <laughs> spill some tea. Spill testosterone. Talking like a bitch. All right. Tasha K just ended Sukahana's career with this interview. Let's get it. This court finds Mother Sukiyana Destiny has failed to comply with the legal responsibilities. The court has significant reasons and well-being of these children. Father shall be granted sole legal custody. Damn. She doesn't even have custody of her kids. You do. I gotta do what I gotta do. Those kids are I got my grandma bills to pay. I got a child care to pay. Y'all know what that's like. They finna cut food stamps off. So I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Is this a rapper talking about they're cutting food stamps off? Do, do y'all understand the problem with that? Y'all know who Sukahana is, right? Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all thought I forgot. I still got uh, I still got the ratchetness. This bitch talking about eating ass. This fucking nasty bitch. Where is, she, where is this shit at? Where is this shit at? This ratchet hoe. I got to find it. I know I got this bitch up here. And since I already brought it up, I'm not going to continue this video until I see it. Here it is. Here it is. I'm trying to get my coochie stretched and eat ass. And ass. That's Sukahana, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Complaining about she's going to get her food stamps taken. Aren't you a rapper? Rap game, period. You know, sometimes you just got to call BS on it. You just got to step back, call a timeout. Oh, THPP Network, man. THPP Network. Shout out to them for the video. Breath, look at both sides and say, hey, anybody ever tell you you're full of it? And that's what I'm going to say about that viral video that Sukiana had two years ago told about she sold her soul to the devil. As far as this music stuff, I won't be doing this music stuff anymore. I wanted to make sure I could get me and my kids out the hood. It's, it's always been my passion to rap. I signed myself to the devil. I don't even own myself no more. I don't even know if God can hear me at this point. Don't let the person that you signed it to pick the attorney. We're in the business where make-believe happens. Where the job is to have something cost nine cents for us to make and we sell it for 4.99 to you for a good deal in this business the star is the commodity greetings your polite savages and welcome to another tip talk Tasha K she interviewed Sukihana's baby daddy and one of the things he said is when he seen that he just knew she was trying to go viral he just knew she was trying to get on that was a gimmick and it worked for her the game is to just get people to talk Mm. about you 
This is the problem I have automatically. People that know Tasha K, they know the representation that she has, the, rep- the reputation and representation, which is nothing. Um, but yet all these men, if y'all been paying attention, if y'all been listening, if y'all been checking this bitch out, all these men go on to her platform. Right? Um, the incident, the allegations with uh, the wild allegations with Will Smith that came from his so-called um, assistant. And where did he go? Where did he go to spill the tea? Did he go to a news network? No. Tasha K. So what does that tell you? Now you got this guy, this man, uh, Sukahana's. Uh, baby's daddy, which any man that lays down with Sukahana automatically is suspect. <laughs> automatically, bro. Like, what are you doing? So, you go on to a woman's platform in which she's known for the drama and the celebrity gossip, which is fine. Everybody has a hustle. And what women, that's kind of what you expect from women today. No disrespect, not all, not all, not all, but most for sure. Um, they talking about gossip. They talking about shit going on. They spilling the tea, you know, the shade rooms and all this other shit, whatever. Cool. But. As a man, right. You deciding to go on Tasha K's platform to sort of smear Sukahana makes you look even more like a bitch than Sukahana. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it real. Shout out to Hassan Campbell. I'm just keeping it funky, all right? It's trending to get the wild stuff out there. Women and- like me are over here, and then they're up here, and I'm like, I don't want my daughter seeing this sh- that's why she took my daughter off of all, off of everything. Let me get this straight. So she don't want her daughters to be on social media and be exposed to wretchedness. But she's willing to have your kids, sons, daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, nieces, nephews, baby cousins to see. That's not the point. That's not even the point. Although I understand, I agree with that. She doesn't want her daughter checking out the ratchetness online because she's one of the big proprietors of those displaying ratchetness online see it wouldn't be like hypocritical if well i watch this shit i watch tv i'm an adult my child is not an adult my child's brain is not all the way developed to understand what is going on that's why i don't want her to watch it makes sense but if you're the one that is showcasing you are the one that is putting on the fuckery You are the one that is turning up the ratchetness. That's just idiotic. But if you guys remember when I talked about uh, Pamela Anderson and how Pamela Anderson had the sex tape with Tommy Lee and how the son later on was bullied and harassed because her mom was on a porno flick. Yeah, these things come back and unfortunately for the children, it affects them. Fuck these women who put themselves in that situation. It's the children who are innocent who have to deal with the criticism. 
debauchery, but check out how she corroborates her life about selling her soul to the devil and getting enslaved by the big bad music industry. Somebody plump a couple dollars at me and they like, well, listen, we can do this for you. And I'm just so happy that how did I t- listen, guys? It's a, it's it's beautiful how this whole podcast thing comes together, because all the shit that I brought up and these are just random videos from content creators, they all align, right? What did I talk about last night in terms of how to get how to get these artists? How did these labels get the attention of these artists? With the males, with the men, they're gonna use women. Unless you're a homosexual, but you know, most people in the game, well, <laughs> wink, wink. Most people in the game are straight, wink, wink. Or at least that's how they're promoted. So the men, they get a woman, they get one of these hoes that they have on standby, and they lure them. They use it's 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 lure, it's lure. Guy sees a attractive woman. Woman wants time and attention with him, and that's how they get him. Oh yeah, I, I seen you met, uh, you know, our uh, secretary, such and such. So then you start figuring out, like, oh, this is all a scheme. <clears throat> what do they do with women? Which is the point of why I paused it. What are they doing with women? Well, they offer money. Sometimes they don't even offer it. They just show you what they have. Like, hey, this is what I got. I and mean, we're interested in you. I mean, we think that your talent. And, you know, they really they really butter these celebrity. Well, these soon to be celebrities up. Right. Because they attack you with, with a man. You attack his ego. And with a woman, you attack her emotions. This is what I mean. Women love to break down egotistical men. Not all women, but most women. They even think about it. They, they just think about it every day. Oh, that guy thinks he's just shit. I can't wait to tell him he ain't nothing. You know, shit like that. The way that a man breaks down a woman is attack her emotions. And I don't mean attack physically. I don't even mean it like that. I mean pointing out the unstable, emotional, problematic behaviors of a woman. Because the woman, the woman's emotions is essentially her ego. A man's ego is just a man's thoughts. Most thoughts, unless a guy becomes egotistical or his confidence succeeds him, he becomes more vocal and more emotional about it. But with, with men, the ego is all a thought. With women, ego is within emotions. That's why bitches play hot and cold, right? But with this situation, Sukahana was just, they snared her. They got her. They got her. I found out what the business was. Big people was looking at me at that time. I was like, nah, this not for you. This ain't even right. This is the worst you could even go into. Sounds like Suki is fibbing here. I ain't calling her a liar, but what she said is a bit on shaky ground, in my opinion. When you sign a contract without reading it, you get the reaction coming from Sukiana in this clip here. A while ago, I had signed a contract and I didn't know nothing about the business. You know, I'm realizing that I signed my soul. I, I sold my soul to the devil. But somehow... She- all right, so let's stop it there because we went over this clip multiple times before. <clears throat> and I gave y'all my opinion on what selling your soul actually means. Um, 
I believe Yash Karan talked about this, but I don't think we went through it on that uh, particular episode where he was talking about how a lot of these guys don't have lawyers and they don't have God. <clears throat> and even a lawyer would probably be stuck. A regular lawyer would be stuck. It would have to be someone in the industry that the person knows to go through the contract and not because let's be honest, all these words and how words are put, you need a person there to simplify it, but still be direct about what the contract means. When you're just a starving young artist trying to get into the game, these niggas will sign anything. And that's what happens. Motherfuckers ain't read. They're not even reading it because the thing about a contract is why wouldn't you read it? You understand? Like, it's written for you to read it. But see, these people who are the head of these companies and these labels, what they'll do is <clears throat> if you ever seen the movies or have you ever seen like 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 how they show it in films with contracts, it's always a big packet. And the record execs always skip the important things and go right where the signature's at. Because they don't want you to really know about everything there. That's why they're hitting you with the contract so soon. They know you don't have an attorney or they know that you don't have anybody that knows about the music business that can really look through the shit and go, okay, this is what this means. This is what this means. Or a guy who will just tell you straight up, yeah, these niggas are trying to fuck you over. Don't sign a contract. Not Sukahana. Good riddance miraculously stopped herself in time from getting to a bad contract. So what's the point of making Crocodile Tear proclamations that she sold her soul to the devil and got duped in a bad contract? Yeah, Suki, you yourself got yeah, yourself that's because that's all it really... See, and I, I never thought about it like that. I'm glad the brother mentioned it like that. Uh, shout out to Tip Talk, you know, THPP Network. Um, <clears throat> she's not sad that she signed her soul to the devil. She's more sad that she signed her soul to the devil and really don't have nothing to, to she really doesn't have nothing because you give her if you give her a lot of money, then she can't change who she is. She always going to be a hood rat. Niggas is always going to look at her as a hood booger. And that's that's the goddamn truth. You know, it and I know it. You ain't going to find no Sukahana coming on stage with glasses on and, and giving lectures about womanhood. It's just not going to happen. You dig? It's not happening. So she's she's looked at as a slur. She's a she's a celebrity slur. She's a celebrity jump off. And even if that isn't her attitude, that's what she promotes in her music. It's the same thing as what I talk about a lot. Where in the music industry, you have gimmicks. The gimmick this week could be thuggery. The gimmick this week can be thugs. So it's all about the thugs. We want to sign the thugs. We want to find the criminals. We want the hoodlums of every street corner in America as rappers. They're going to make that happen. The formula changes. So the consciousness and the music about uplifting people and the, and the music about healing people and helping people, that's gone. Now you got to spin the block. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to hit niggas with the blicky in order to get signed okay so these rappers who are personified thugs 
any problems that they deal with with authority, they'll say, well, man, this is just rap music. This is just entertainment. You don't say that shit in your music. I was listening to uh, Academics, uh, another one of his streams last night. Well, actually, the stream we went through on yesterday's episode, last night's episode, right? And it was talking about the YSL case, you know, the Young Slime Life um, case, Young Thugs, goons, pretty much. That's what that's what they are. They're goons. And um, these guys, these feds, they're like reading rap lyrics. I'm like, yo, this is sick. They said I sh- I it, it was one the white guy was like he was he was reading rap lyrics. He was like, I ride up with my N word. I'm like, yo, stop. I'm like, yo, cut this shit out. Now they're toying with this nigga. Young Thug people saying, oh man, Young Thug has a chance. I don't think so. I don't think so, guys. You gotta understand, man, like there's niggas that's in the industry that was saying straight up, like, yo, these niggas were extorting us. This is public information. I'm not snitching, by the way. But there's niggas already out there going like, yo, these niggas are bullying us out here. You know what I mean? You got goons, right? And then I heard some other shit, but I ain't going to get into any street street shit. But, you know, it's one of those situations, like even as a woman, and the point I was trying to really make was as a woman, you're going to go through the same criticism, right? Like, if you're a rapper and you talk about being a thug and being a criminal and you go out in the public and police are eyeing you down, they know your rap lyrics, brother. You're snitching on yourself, my nigga. The fuck are you going to get mad at the next nigga for? Ain't no bigger snitch with the YSL case than Young Thug. I'm going to say that again. There was no bigger snitch in this YSL case than Young Thug himself. Because I get it, like, the music, the hip-hop industry, right? <clears throat> the hip-hop game is all about ego. You'll never hear a guy that says, yeah, I'm just trying to stack silently, you know what I mean? Stay out of the spotlight. Nigga, you're in the hip-hop industry. You're trying to be in the spotlight. So they're going to look, they're going to look for the people that are the hungriest. And she was starving. You could tell by her. She was starving. They knew they was going to have fun with her. And you can't tell me they didn't ghetto gag her. You can't tell. I'm going to say that again so y'all can understand. Y'all can hear me out, man. You can't tell me they didn't ghetto gag her. They ghetto gagged the shit out of her, man. They ghetto gagged the shit out of her. For her to get into the game and for her to make the songs that she's making and for her to be in the spotlight that she's at. Oh, yeah, she was definitely, um, you know, busting it wide open. Contract, or did your big time music friends got you out of that contract? So which one is it? Is the worst you could even go into. I'm so grateful and thankful that it never even existed. I didn't even know. I thought I was in something that I wasn't in. Not only does her body language betray her, but this is a Freudian slip. An unintentional error regarded as revealing subconscious feelings, thoughts, and perceptions by prominent psychologist Sigmund Freud. She's grateful that this so-called selling her soul to the devil music industry is all a fabrication concocted by a Miss Sukiana to go viral, to gain sympathy from you, from the audience, and get rich doing so. Um, 
I do think, and now that he's mentioned it, I do think that it is a way to gather attention from an audience. We gave the most extreme example last night with Orlando Brown, right? Orlando Brown says a lot of crazy, outrageous shit, which is probably why a lot of people don't listen to him. And this is what I mean. He says a lot of wild, crazy shit about the industry and the people within the industry. But when he says something serious or when he has something that is genuine to say, nobody listens. He has the Charleston White effect. The Charleston White effect is you got to crash out for people to pay attention to you. You know what I mean? You you don't you don't really get the opportunity to speak your mind directly because you know if you do that, nobody gonna want to pay attention to you. So you cook up, you cook up the books, right? As they say, you cook up the books a bit. You 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 mention things that are like mystical, things that are cryptic that people would actually have to think to figure out. Or you just crash the fuck out. Everybody does it. I crash out. You, you just crash the fuck out and say whatever the fuck you want. And when you do that, you realize, oh, this is where my audience comes in. So now you got to crash out every chance you get. And then by doing that, you're burning yourself out trying to appease others that realistically don't give a shit about you. That's why for me, like even podcasting and me saying what I'm saying now this is real shit, right? Like, I, I'm not bullshitting y'all. I don't fuck with a lot of people. Um, me podcasting is still, in a sense, getting my opinion out to people that want to listen. I'm not forcing people to listen. I'm not asking people for donates, uh, donations. So I'm not really here for all that. So when you see an artist who's already up there She's already made like smash hits. I'm not even gonna lie. Like they're not good songs, but they're smash hits. Fucking backdoor mommy music. That's all it is. It's backdoor mommy music. You dig? Shout out to uh, Swayze, Swayze TV. That's where I got that from. I can't take nigga shit without, without giving credit. <laughs> backdoor mommy music. That's sick. <laughs> That's what it is though. It's it's not like I mean, let's just be honest. Like, it's not like we're talking about Britney Spears here. It's not like we're talking about Beyonce. It's not like we're talking about Rihanna. It's not like we're talking about any woman who whether people like these people or not have some level of talent. Like, yes, Beyonce can sing. Yes, Beyonce's talented. And no, Beyonce doesn't really have to go out there and put her ass in public like that. She's made it to a level where she don't have to do that anymore. These younger women that's coming into the game, they getting sexed out. They getting passed around like the fucking, you know, they getting passed around like the like the neighborhood blunt. They getting passed around. And they reach a point, and I think maybe... There is half-truths to what's being said. The same thing could be said about um, Orlando Brown. There was a lot of half-truths. You, you would have to decipher the lies. You would have to sort of get through and ignore some of the lies to be able to point out some of the truths that's mentioned. Sukahana is a clout chaser, and any bitch that raps about sucking dick is a clout chaser. There is no if-ands. There's no exceptions to the rule. Zero. Right. That's like a porn star. 
that's like a that's like a that's like a porn star becoming a rapper. A woman a woman who's who is a porn star becoming a rapper. Okay. What else are you gonna what what else what else would you be suspected to talk about besides sucking dick, being from the block, and doing rowdy shit? Like that's that's your template. And the problem with Sukahana is she's not gonna be able to make any music outside of the shit she's already made. Let me ask y'all something. And, and this, and this, think about it. Remember what I'm saying, the Sukahana bitch. Wait, like, like, wait until she comes out with a regular song when she's not being a hood rat, and and let me know how long that takes. She will never be able to do it and be successful. She got to continue making the strip hop, fat hop music, the backdoor mommy music. You know what I mean? Scoundrels, man. They, this is what they got to do to stay successful. She can't switch up the formula. She didn't come into the game organically. She just told you. She didn't come into the game organically. So what does that tell you? To an extent, she's a plant. To an extent, she is a plant. She is an industry plant. She was plant. She was put in a position for a purpose. I when I was listening to Minister Jab last night at the job and he was talking about Adam 22 and he was talking about no jumper and he was talking about all this this shit it started to make sense right cuz look where no jumpers at now it's a freak show you know there was an episode where Adam 22 was interviewing a transsexual and was talking about you know what he was asking the transsexual if he had an opportunity to be with him and his wife, what would he she do? This is a hip hop platform, people. I want y'all to remember this. This is what they're doing to hip hop. This is a hip hop platform we're talking about. No jumper. Adam 22, right? Okay. At one time, AD, at one time, uh, what's the nigga's name? T Rail. And others brought the street element, brought the hip hop element, brought the gang culture to that show, which made that show popular. Those people, besides a few, and even the people that are still on there now, they're getting like exposed. You got these niggas from uh, Fig Munity running up on niggas asking for fades. I'm like, y'all multi thousandaires, are y'all really like fading out here? Y'all really fighting? Y'all niggas is shot out. Y'all niggas is shot out. But when Minister Jap was talking about Adam 22's zesty behavior, it made me wonder, like, how exactly did this nigga come up and become sort of the hip hop mogul on the West Coast? And really, the hip hop mogul and hip hop, let's just be honest. I can't figure it out, but for whatever reason... There was a transitional period. Okay, pun intended, right? There was a transitional phase or a transitional period. And what ended up happening was Adam 22, no jumper, started talking about porn and then started interviewing porn stars, 
which most niggas don't give a shit about that. I mean, in the sense that they don't care either way. Like, oh, yeah, you know, a bitch talking about sucking dicks. All right, I'll watch it. But then what ended up happening was this nigga got like in to this porn business. He became the porno star. And becoming a porno star meant that he was doing OnlyFans activity. Once again, niggas don't really give a shit about it, but now it's becoming more of a disturbance. Like, yo, I don't really care about you fucking women and shit on camera. I just don't care. Oh, well, you know, (laughs) we got, uh, what do they call that shit now? They call this shit something. Plug talk. Yeah. Plug talk. Um, which is a, a sex show where they interview porn stars, fuck porn stars, and it's still a part of the hip hop culture. How? I don't know. Then the transsexual shit started taking place where like, hey, no disrespect to y'all people, but respectfully. When a dude came on to Adam 22's show, No Jumper. And they they had the most weirdest, gayest interview. And the reason why I'm saying the interview is gay is because, from what I remember, Adam 22 was not gay, but apparently he is. Apparently, he's a tranny chaser, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, he joins the likes of guys like Eddie Murphy and all these other tranny chasers, guys. And this transsexual got up, walked over to Adam-22, sat on his lap, and Adam-22 just sat there with a smile on his face. That's when I knew I couldn't really rock with Adam-22 like that anymore. You know, what you do on your personal time is what you do, man. It ain't ain't even about that. It's about sort of this perversion that's being sort of introduced and pretty much thrown into the culture of hip hop. Niggas knew Diddy was on some fruity shit, man. Niggas knew that. But the niggas that was in the industry, they was getting paid very closely to Diddy. So they wasn't going to step up. Why would they crash out for it? Lose their career opportunity. Think about it. That's why the only people you hear and talking about it besides 50 and 50 not even directly talking about it. He's just making jokes and he's telling stories of what he knows. The only reason why 50's doing it is because 50 don't need Diddy. 50's already where he's at. Like, here's some hypotheticals, right? So a younger artist, and we're not talking about a younger artist as like a rookie, but we mean a younger artist, like someone who's been in the game, but who's definitely not from Diddy's era. They may have went to the parties and saw a lot of the shit going down, but they are definitely not speaking about it. See, sign the oath. They sign an oath. Contract to an extent is an oath, people. So I just want y'all to realize that it ain't the boogeyman talk that I'm talking about. An oath could simply be a contract. All right. 
a younger artist who's even been in New York, who's rubbed elbows with a lot of people, who's close to Diddy. It's easy to shut them up. You wave some money. You wave you wave a little opportunity, right? And yeah, they'll you know they'll fold. Oh, they'll definitely fold, without a doubt. And like I was I was listening to when I was listening to the Act Stream last night. You know you have to think how easy it would be for Diddy to sort of like not silence somebody like get rid of him, but silence him as in like hey. Don't say nothing. Don't mention nothing. You go to the parties. The only thing you're going to notice is the women. Right? But then you got the party parties. You know what I'm saying? Like R. Kelly. Once again, after the show, it's the after party. Then after the after party, it's the hotel lobby. It's critical. So, so many people will look at a situation involving a younger artist, Sukahana is a younger artist in the sense that I don't know if the bitch has albums. I don't care. I just call her a younger artist because I haven't heard of her until like a year ago. So whatever. If she's older, if she's if she's been in the game longer, I have no idea. All right. So she comes out and talks about, well, this music industry is crazy. They got a lot of shit going on. I had to sell my soul to the devil like, like it, to me, if you're if you're asking me, that's that's like, even if that was true, because she's a younger artist, she's looked at as naive. So everybody that looks at her is going to pretty much go. Well, you don't know anything. You're making that up. You're trying to get some attention, which I think she is. But it also takes away from the fact that maybe this shit is actually going on. And there's people that will willingly go out there and talk about it. But because this dumb bitch went out there and victimized herself while making music about sucking dicks, that may not be the best option for y'all ladies. May not. By the way, ladies, sucking dick and rapping about it may not be your greatest option in the game. Just saying. Just want to point that out. I'm just saying. Let's keep going. Say, well, I thought you sold your soul to the devil. Let's talk about when you um do a contract and you sign all your rights away. It, it feels like you you don't own yourself. I just want to let y'all. Know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she had to come back, and this is how I believe that she's controlled. Because a person with common sense would kind of know what she means about selling your soul. People have sense, right? We we get it. Selling your soul is not literally with the devil because realistically, you can't sell something that doesn't belong to you. Just to get even spiritual with y'all. You can't sell nothing that doesn't belong to you. You can't. But these people out here, they love the boogeyman shit. I love the boogeyman shit. I love it because it's funny. And I can decipher when somebody is talking about something on a metaphysical level or if somebody's talking about something on a realistic level. But if you tell people that you had to sell your soul and you had to do this and that, whatever, 
you wouldn't have to clarify what that means because you would figure that people understand what you are talking about. But here's the problem. Number one, you are a rapper that raps about sucking and fucking cocks. One. That's number one. Number two, we know you're a puppet. That's the thing. You can't prove to us otherwise that you are being controlled. You are a puppet. You are nothing more than pretty much a hip hop sex slave. Nothing more but a hip but a hip hop sex slave. You're 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 pushing that hoe agenda. You're pushing the thought activities to the younger audiences. And maybe I don't even think they're guilty about that, man. If you if you could ask Sexy Red. And, and like really think about it. If you could ask Sexy Red, like, hey, what's your thoughts on the women, the younger women, the teens, emulating and dancing along to your music that are singing along to your rap lyrics about sucking dick and, and setting niggas up? Well, what is your thoughts? She ain't gonna give a fuck, man. That bitch is just making, she's making money. That's all these wicked ass hoes think about is money. That's how they get them. Like I said, they lured them in. And it's funny because it kind of shows you that women objectify themselves because in order to get a woman into the game, they need money to entice the woman. To get the men, they use women. Because women objectify themselves. This is the harsh reality, people. A lot of y'all don't want to hear this. But it is what it is. All right? You really got to do the business and get a lawyer. Learn the business before you sign for people. And I don't care what anyone says. Sukiyan is a very smart girl. She knew how to play her followers, fans, and the public's sympathy by targeting your perception on demonic forces in the music industry and how they get these artists into these 360 and well, no. She's a puppet. I'm going to tell y'all how this went. The same thing happened to NBA Youngboy. Shout out to NBA Youngboy. He learned. He went and did an interview. Matter of fact, let's look that up real quick. Because, yeah, we doing a we doing a multimedia podcast this morning, all right? It's 11.16, by the way. Where am I at time-wise? Probably 40, 46 minutes. All right, bet. Um, no, I don't want to go to Google. Uh, we'll look that up. You know what? I promise y'all I will clip it. I'll go in the house. I'm going to find a clip of NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy was pretty much telling the interviewer that, yo, um, the music industry is demonic. You know what I'm saying? Like if they don't, he was pretty much saying that if you don't do certain things, they're not rocking with you. But then he realized he had to he had to take a step back and go, oh, shit, I'm talking to an interviewer. And he kicked him out because he, he revealed too much. They revealed too much. The people that are guilty, the people that do this shit that they got to do in the industry, they have guilt. So in a way, they have to be able to at least talk about 25 percent of the things they do so that they can they can have a better consciousness. You dig? Because they do a lot of crazy, weirdo, um, you know, booty bodman activities, man. 
You see what I mean? And when they get a chance, look, look, man, they got the same nigga, the same nigga with makeup on. You remember NBA Youngboy with the black makeup on, with the goth look. Right after he got out of jail, they went to him and said, hey, you're going to have to do the rituals. Now, realistically, they probably they probably bailed the nigga out. And he was like, oh, wow. You know, because I don't know too much about young boy, but they probably bailed him out. He was like, wow, man, I appreciate this, man. And he said, oh, no, nah, we're we going to need something in return. Yeah, put on this makeup. We're going to we're going we're going to parade you around like a hoe. And that's what they did with him. And he happily did it. All these gangster rappers, these niggas getting exposed, man. Little baby hugged up by a couple of Jews, man. Jewish niggas hugging on him. One hugging on him from behind and one hugging on him from the front. Absolute clown world, bro. Absolute suspect, nigga. Criminal Batiman activity, man. Crazy shit. Niggas is talking about booming niggas, shooting niggas with, with automatic weapons, rifles and shit, infrared, playing laser tag with niggas. That's when you have a shootout with, um, with infrared, you know, guns with red dots, laser tag. I always thought that was funny. But really fucked up. Um, yeah, all these niggas talking about drilling niggas, killing niggas, and, and doing all this other shit. You go to these parties, they got the pictures. Yo, man, they got some of these pictures getting leaked, dog. <laughs> shit getting messy, man. <laughs> shit is getting messy. There's a lot of ditty, there's a lot of ditty party photos. This is crazy retarded white bitch here. I swear one day somebody's gonna hit her. Or I'm going to hit her with my car because she's a fucking retard. This stupid white bitch right here. There's a fire truck directly behind her. And she's just riding a bike in the middle of the street. I hope the fire truck just, just hits her and drags her down the road. She has fucking mental problems. I'm not, I'm not even joking. I'm not even trying to be funny. You will see this woman riding a mountain bike in the middle of the street. Right? Let's, let's ride a mountain bike in the middle of the street and then flip off the people that drive past her. I remember one day I had a, I had a bottle in my hand and like when she flipped me off, like the first thing I wanted to do was throw the bottle directly at her. But luckily it wasn't nighttime. If it was nighttime, I would have, I would have hit that bitch right in the head with the bottle in the name of the father, the son and the Holy spirit. I can't stand these fucking people. Beals, playing in the hand of low vibrational malicious demons. When asked again, she self snitches again by saying she never signed a contract or at least signed it in time to the devil. When people speak on the music industry nowadays, yeah. selling your soul. Well, I'm, I'm like just you. now getting in the music industry. I wasn't in the music, I was in the streets. All right, so, <clears throat> so you know she's going to get into the industry then. Once again, certain things you don't even have to understand it. Like she said enough to know that even if she wasn't lying, which I don't think, I don't think she's telling the truth. I think when you become a point, when you, when you become popular off of negativity, you're selling your soul. I'm going to say that again. Hold up. When you decide or when you become successful, when you become well known off of negativity, nothing positive, you only known for negative shit. You have sold your soul. It has nothing to do with a contract. It's a morality thing. You've chosen your master. If you are being known for negativity, fuck shit. At a high level to where you're receiving millions of dollars of doing that. 
You have sold your soul. You have no morality. You have no light. There's no light in you. You chose darkness. The rappers who get killed but make music about violence are those people who are simply victims of that circumstance. You get what you give in the long run. I, I said this before, especially when I mentioned the podcasting in terms of talking about the things going on and, and not really afraid to, to go into another direction and talk about something entirely different. Now, of course, this is still the Crimson Capsule Chapel. The name is not changing. But I don't have to look at myself as just two dimensional or I don't have to look at myself and say, well, let's talk about these two subjects. That's the premises of the podcast. Man, the premises of the podcast is whatever the fuck I want it to be. All right. Nobody's telling me, hey, man, talk about this. You shouldn't talk about that. And even if people would have told me, I tell them to go fuck themselves and make a podcast. And you talk about whatever the fuck you talk about. And let's see if you get an audience. Let's see if you get people to, to listen to what you got to say. Most of you niggas can't even have a full conversation without nigga shit, without dumb shit, without negativity. So a lot of these people sold their souls before even signing the contract because they chose negativity over a positive message. That's all. And see, that that right there is the music industry. Look at gospel. They got niggas. They got Kurt Franklin throwing up the three sixes. Kurt Franklin throwing up the devil horns. You know these niggas are wicked. Joel Epstein, all these bastards, they're all wicked. It puts a smile on my face to tell you that all these people that you worship and praise, all these celebrities, they're all wicked. Now, I'm not saying they playing booty goon games, but they're all wicked. Treacherous. So when I said that, I mean, I signed my life away. That's what I felt like. I signed my life away. Like, I can't do what I want. I can't make the music I want. Call this faking until you make it. There it is. She made herself the victim of the Can't make the music that she wants. Did you hear that? Did you hear what I did you hear what I was saying in the beginning about this bitch never making normal music? Because this is where she's at. This is where the music industry sees her as. You are a sex object. Keep making songs about selling pussy. We'll keep paying you. If you try to do some conscious shit, if you keep talking to Umar Johnson, we're gonna take away your fucking assets and you're gonna be a conscious broke bitch. That's what they told her. They didn't tell her that directly, but you can kind of imagine. Because if she's talking about she can't make the music she wants, well, what music are you making today? Who wants you to make that music that you're making today? And ain't street niggas. We not vibing with it. We not vibing with the hood rat shit. We fuck you bitches on weekends and on dull days out of the week. You are not a commodity every day. I do not want to hear hood rats talking about sucking cocks every day. I can't do it. Can't do it. Take that shit somewhere else. Take that shit somewhere else, man. Seriously. But yeah, she's 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 slick. She's slick. She's slick because... It's half-truths, right? What do I talk about? This is half-truths. She's telling you, oh, well, she technically didn't sign a contract. Yeah, you did, bitch. You signed the contract, and you knew what the game was when you got in it. You knew what the game was when you got in it. You just thought that, like, a lot of these bitches think that they can just manipulate the game. You know, turn the game into Play-Doh and mold it to whatever they want. 
And it ain't working like that. And a lot of you bitches are nasty. A lot of you bitches are funky. You're dirty. And you just don't make the cut. You don't make the cut. You're out of here. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. You're out of here. All right? You don't make the cut. You don't make the cut. No. No, nah, these hoes ain't making a cut. This herbal iced tea is slapping. I'm not even going to lie. If y'all hearing ice and shit, I'm, I'm drinking some herbal iced tea. Um. <laughs> oh, that's like the thing about Sukahana is she doesn't realize that she's a fucked up um, anomaly. She's a fucked up monom- uh, anomaly. She's a negative anomaly, meaning... Let's face it. She's a woman that's not really all that attractive. She actually looks like a man. She's tatted up like a man. She looks like a felon, right? She she looks like a felon slash WNBA player. <laughs> Rapping about sucking dicks and, 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 and robbing niggas and setting niggas up. This is backdoor mommy music. Now, you know, shout out to Swayze TV. Now, you know, backdoor mommy music. But these women, Ice Spice is probably the only exception, right? But even Ice Spice, the only thing that saves Ice Spice is she's a piece of ass, right? Like, you look at Ice Spice, she is a piece of ass. I will say that. She is a piece of ass. I don't like the hair, though. The hair is retarded. They showed a, they showed a video. Guys, look up. I don't like to do this. This is some coon shit, but fuck it. Look up, <laughs> look up Ice Spice, look up her mother. Her mother is bad as fuck. For people out there that's really like, you know, really feeling Ice Spice, yeah, she's all right. She's a, she's, she's all right looking. Her mother? Her mom? What? The whole saying she got it from her mama is Definitely in effect. Please look this woman up. Matter of fact, hold up. I'm gonna do it for y'all. I'm like, who's this? Yo, chill. Where's her OnlyFans? <laughs> this this is the woman that's like, yo, where's her OnlyFans, right? Shit is crazy. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, she got an Instagram? Oh, no. She don't got the Instagram. No. Stop. Yo, Ice Spice's mom is fine as fuck. Fuck Ice Spice. The mom. What? She's a spicy? She's definitely a spicy. Yo, the mom is bad as fuck, guys. Yo, I'm sorry. I am simping. Yo, Ice Spice's mom is bad as fuck, guys. Jesus. God. Yo. 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 The worst thing Ice Spice could have ever done was incorporate her badass mom. I don't want nothing to do with this bitch Ice Spice anymore. I want to know about the mother. Okay? Facts. Facts. That was crazy. That was crazy. 
Y'all thought Ice Spice was bad? Mm-mm. Wrong. He's in the music industry, or so it seems. Make her seem like she was way more famous than she actually was. Getting social media to talk about her. You could be in the studio every motherfucker making trash. That's not what's gonna get you there. Learn digital marketing and digital promotion and shit. Okay, I studied Instagram before. I finessed everything that I got. I mean... What did I say before? These women believe that the game is played out and they can mold it to whatever they want. Now, later on, she's crying about the industry and how they doing this and that to her. See? Yeah, that's what you thought. You thought this shit was sweet. Okay. Nah. Uh-uh. You done. Oh, yeah, you just got to get into marketing. What's marketing, bitch? You on Instagram selling pussy, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. All these fucking rapper bitches. What's up with these rapper bitches, right? What's going on with the rapper bitch? The rapper bitch got a fucking porn video. That's what they got. All of them selling pussy. They all electronic prostitutes at best, all right? Electronic prostitutes at best, okay? And OnlyFans is nothing more but the electronic strip club, you dig? Nothing more. Niggas is throwing dollars, getting nothing in return. Niggas is going home with blue balls. Absolutely despicable. Absolutely despicable. And I, I, I do the best things to do that, but sh sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to be. The Sukiyana you see has been carefully crafted since day one. So she says she loves the Lord God, saying how she manifested her success, but she has no qualms in practicing the dark arts on her baby's father by going to the voodoo doctor, the Obia lady. I really love the Lord, Father God, not no Satan, not nothing like that. God, the one who got me here, that's the only way I got here from. And it's always a lie with these celebrities, these actors, and these entertainers. And look, there's people, who's the one guy who's a Christian? Mark Wahlberg, he's a Christian. Um, there's a lot of people in the industry that you don't, you wouldn't know that were religious people, and they are religious people. So when they say, you know, the opportunities that I've gotten, you know, you know, it was trials and tribulations, but God got me through it and all that shit. You can believe those people when they say it. When a bitch makes music about sucking dick, finessing niggas, you really think God, if God has something to do with this bitch, you can, you can, you can say, fuck it. I'm not, I'm an atheist. If God supports a bitch like that, you can, you can support, you can consider me an atheist. Fuck that. Uh-uh. No. God had nothing to do with you getting to where you're at. You don't want to acknowledge Satan, but Satan is your daddy. You work for Zaddy, right? Hold up, hold up. You work for Zaddy, right? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You work for Zaddy, right? Fuck out of here. That's a nigga. That's a nigga. All right? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. I just want to thank God for making music. The music that I've been making, like stick a nigga up, suck a dick, like all these fucking songs and shit. You think this shit is from God, my nigga? Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. And this is what this does. This confuses the masses, right? The younger audience that want to be rappers like her, they say, oh, well, she loves God, too. Well, I love God. I'm going to make music about sucking dick. What the fuck are we doing? Stop it.
manifesting it and being. You can't be a practicing Christian and casting spells, hexing voodoo's on people now, can you? Man, all I gotta say when it comes to spirituality, metaphysics, and esoteric beliefs and practices, Sukiana seems to me, and I'm speculating here, you've been dabbling in the dark arts. When I had a conversation with her the other day, I said, you went to the f- in voodoo people to try to f- get me away from my kids. She said, and I did, so what? You went to the Obia lady? <sighs> Yeah, I'm done with that. We ain't talking about no witchcraft, all that weird, retarded voodoo shit. Listen, man. Niggas are covered by the blood of Christ. All these devil worshiping cocksuckers can eat a dick. All right. Niggas is covered by the blood of Christ. And these devil worshiping satanic cocksuckers can eat a dick. Eat a dozen dicks. Right? I ain't even going. I, motherfuckers is what? Which what? Which crap? What? Nah, I ain't. What? I'll beat a bitch up. If a bitch came up to me and was acting disrespectful and told me that she was a witch, I was I would punch her. I would punch her in the face. Because I know that's, that's, that's Satan. That's the devil. God can't do nothing with that. That's Satan. So you got to handle these people accordingly. I'm not sitting down with devils. I'm not communicating with devils. I'll knock a devil the fuck out. I'm not breaking bread with the devil. I'm taking bread from the devil. Fuck that. These niggas want to want to tag along like, hey, we don't got nothing else going on. You know, you know, this bitch is a fucking hood rat, a scoundrel. I'm on Section 8. I'm on stamps. I need to come up. I'm tired of going to the strip club. I'm tired of going to the brothel. What the? Busy Bobby, Hoochie Mama. All right, Hoochie Mama, Busy Body, Heifer. <sighs> I'm done. I can't do it. I can't do it. That bitch going to hell. And I don't give a fuck what these niggas say, say to me. Y'all can go to hell too. This bitch is going to hell for making demonic music. Aiming her audience at, at younger children that are now emulating and idolizing this shit. She going to hell. Bitches like that. You see, there's some people in life that are just doomed from the start. You dig? We all have our trials and tribulations. We have our ups and downs. We're human beings, right? We've taken losses. It ain't about saying that you're more righteous than the next person. But that bitch is a demon. Fuck are you talking about? God got her there, and then, then she's doing witchcraft and voodoo on the baby's father, so so he can't see her child. You're a devil. You're a wicked, ratchet, disgusting hoe, and bitches that listen to you and bitches that emulate you are the same. And and may the Most High have mercy on all of their wicked, harlot souls. Fuck out of here. Fucking bitches. And Tasha K ain't no better. She's all, she's the T, she's the T stare. This fucking stupid, ball-headed bitch. All all these bitches do is go on here and talk about negativity. Oh, we helping a black man. Bitch, you ain't helping no fucking black man. Just because you got a black man there. You think you helping a black man? How many other clips can we bring up of her just disrespecting dogging black men and then these these fucking black women get mad when when niggas like me get tired of hearing this shit i don't give a fuck about you hood rat scoundrel dirty bitches you're dirty you're dirty filthy all right 
You're filthy. All right. These get these bitches in a fucking tub. Give these bitches a flea bath. These bitches are disgruntled dogs. These bitches are dogs. You understand me? Female dog, bitch. I ain't saying nothing too drastic by definition. Tasha K. You know, every time this bitch got to be mentioned, I got a steamroller. She got to get steamrolled. Because Cardi B wasn't having that shit. <laughs> Ain't that right, Tasha K? Took your ass to court. Fuck. Took your ass to court. Have you paying millions? Millions of dollars. Like Dr. Evil, bitch. You fucking bald-headed. You look like Dr. Evil. Bald-headed, bitch. Sick of these fucking women. All they do is come up. Oh, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know how these bitches are. Well, such and such. I heard information about such and such. And we going to dive in. Get ready. We going to spill the tea. We going to spill the tea. You bitches are fucking worthless individuals. You are worthless individuals. Only time you care about a man is if he comes up or if he falls off. The niggas that's getting themselves there, the niggas that's really, you know, out here striving to do something, you don't give a fuck about those men. So therefore, those men start giving a fuck about you. You a dirty hoe. You know what I mean? And if the most high decides it's your time to go, then then, then the most high decides it's your time to go. Fuck them. I know if I die, motherfuckers ain't gonna give a shit about me. I just want those niggas to know that the feeling was mutual. I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas either. I strive for self. <laughs> I'm telling y'all niggas that, right? I strive for my goddamn self, for nothing else but for myself. I don't got children, so if I want to crash out, if, if, if I decide to crash out, I can crash out. I'm not responsible for nobody. But I'm responsible for me. And I'm not going to put myself in jeopardy to crash out because I got things that are more important. You see what I'm saying? When you reach a point, even like, and I feel it like even when you talk about entertainment, right? Because I didn't really care to talk about entertainment much, but I find a lot of things that the entertainers say to be funny and comical. Whether it's Orlando uh, Brown. Salute to Professor Griff. I was looking at um, I was looking at a Professor Griff. Y'all know the interview with Professor Griff and Nick Cannon, right? This interview is what caused all the problems for Nick Cannon. Let me explain. So Professor Griff, he goes on. Um, and we probably gonna make another segment for this episode, but he goes on Nick Cannon's uh, podcast, and he's talking about. Jews and he's you know what I'm saying like really like he's going there and it's like some niggas just don't they don't know the temperature like yo but at the same time Professor Griff doesn't have a platform like that in a sense where they can't come to him and shut anything down but Nick Cannon was collateral damage and they were talking about how black people can't be anti-semitic because the blacks the Africans and the people of that stock are um, Semitic. <laughs> they are the Semitic people 
uh, you can go to places in Ethiopia and find Jewish black folks. You will find blacks in Ethiopia that are Jews that, that they consider themselves in a tribe of people. And it's been known for years, hundreds of years within that place in Ethiopia and Africa. OK, the Semitics, to an extent, are, in fact, if if not less of a portion, still a portion of black people as much as it is a portion of the counterparts. So when black people talk about Jews and, you know, a lot of Israelites, they say, why do you think they call themselves Jewish? And it's kind of one of those like, you know, tell lie vision sort of things, you know, you know how that shit goes. It sounds good, but that interview has got to be the funniest interview because you see Nick Cannon and like the way Nick Cannon wants to say something like, nigga, chill out, bro. We, Yo, unk, chill. Like, you know what I mean? Jewish people own us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what Nick Cannon wanted to say. Them Jews are signing Nick Cannon's check. Ain't no disrespect to the Jews. I'm just keeping it funky. The Jews is the ones that's giving the niggas the checks. You better, you better treat them niggas with respect. Look at it like this, right? And I love the way that academics have broke this down when it came to Jewish people. The reason why I respect Jewish people the same way that act respects Jewish people is because they ain't allowing niggas to disrespect them and disrespect their religion, disrespect their beliefs, disrespect their people, disrespect Israel. You not saying a motherfucking word about them without dealing with some consequences. Oh, well, these niggas ain't tough. These, the Jews aren't tough. Nigga, you don't know about murder, Inc. The real murder, Inc. You don't know about the real murder, Inc. guys. Stop it. Stop it. Cut it out. Jews get busy. Every every faction, and it is a faction in this country, every faction in this country represents a mafia. The Jews had the racket. It, the Jews had, had everything in terms of the mafia back in the day where the Italians had no, they had no, they, they had no choice but to deal with these niggas. They were making money back then. Stop it. We talked about the Hollywood industry. Where did the Hollywood industry come from, Jews? Don't don't fucking call me anti-Semitic. Because guess what? You can call me that if you want. I don't give a fuck. How about that? I don't give a shit. I don't got nothing to lose. This podcast, you know, this podcast is something I love to do. But, you know, if I got to crash out, nigga, I'll crash out. I don't give a shit. You dig? But Jews run Hollywood. You know what I mean? They created Hollywood. But anyway, end of segment one. Well, actually, no. No, we're not. No, we're not doing that. We're going to keep going. This is last video I want to go through. Like, I'm just done with the whole, like, because, like, like I said, it's not Ashanti. It's not Beyonce. Um, it's not even Nicki Minaj. It's not even Cardi B. It's, it's none of these. It's Sukahana. The bitch did a video on YouTube about eating ass in London. I mean, how low can you go? Pathetic.
Anyway, we're not done. Um, 50 Cent goes postal. Talking about Diddy's ways. Yeah, I got this show for y'all. Guys, got a damn good show, Keith. Uh, there's a lot of people. Got a damn good show. Yeah, so a lot of people come out on P. Diddy, calling him a homosexual. And he's, oh. um, not only is he a homosexual, he's a... Um, oh, you, you're using homosexual. At, you, you, you're, you're using the term homosexual like it's got some type of stigma around it. Like a mark of shame. <laughs> yeah. Well, not homosexual. only is he a homosexual. <laughs> no, but he's a. Uh, um, You're talking down to the LGBTQ. No, 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 Kevin. Man. No, man, no. Why mean, do you keep putting words in my mouth? I'm just saying, man. You put like like a like some stank on it. Okay. Not only okay. A lot of people coming out on dead. You know what I'm saying, though. Yes, yeah, some stank. You feel? Well, what he's doing is it stinks. Well, being a homosexual <laughs> is, is not. I just want to make. No, literally being a homosexual, it stinks. No. <laughs> No, it don't. Yo, these niggas is shot out. We're going to skip a little bit. Uh, this is the Hodge twins. Shout out to the Hodge twins. They've been in this whole black conservative thing for a while, I guess, right? Aren't these like conservative blacks? These are conservative blacks, right? The Hodge twins. I figure if I just put the emphasis on, on black, it'll just be funnier. Like, these are the conservative black uh, group, right? Black group. They're twins. Hodge twins. Let's get into the, the fuckery, though. I want to get into the 50 fuckery as soon as possible. It to himself. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so 50 Cent had an interview. He was speaking on it. Check out this interview. Yo, do y'all love... <coughs> <coughs> And I just want to point out my professionalism while I'm professionally coughing off of cannabis. Don't y'all just love how I was able to pinpoint exactly where this shit was at? And I didn't listen to this. I pinpoint. I don't even know how I did it. Two minutes and 29 seconds. Bam. Let's get it. Let's go. It's like, yo, so yo, when we gonna get a chance to, you know, to kick it, like, we can just hang out, nigga, we gotta, we gotta oh, kick it, this is fuck, okay. you telling me we gotta kick it and shit, and he's like, yo, why don't we, like, go shopping or some shit, I mean, like, I pay for it, and I was like, what the fuck this nigga just said? <laughs> yo, if y'all didn't hear that, and see, this wasn't even sketchy, I'm gonna tell you what was sketchy. The fact that and hope, I hope they have the clip, but I doubt they, they they'll have it on this video. They interviewed Diddy not too long after that, and this was a uh, Drink Champs. Shout out to Noriega. This was Drink Champs, and Diddy was like, "Yeah, man, yeah." He needed. He looked like he needed some clothes. Yo, Diddy's weird, bro. Diddy's weird. I got the fuck away from him. I was like, "Is this nigga fucking?" Oh, jeez, a fruit pop, dude. That's sick, yo. Yo, that is violation, bro. Yo, he violated Diddy. Called this nigga a fruit pop, and y'all haven't shot the fade. 
Fuck that. I've seen a group weird ass bitches and shit like that out there. Yeah. She's sitting out there for no reason. Yo, she was looking like kissing me. Like that doesn't happen by accident. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Later you're going to find out a little shit that I'll be saying. You know what I'm saying? Later you're going to find out the shit that he was saying was, uh, yeah. Salute to 50. Yeah, because um, he was right. Hey, did you see that black guy's expression? Did, yeah. After he said... Uh, He's a fruit pop. Go back to that again. Right when he first says uh, fruit pop, and yeah. then it's going to cut away in a second. Watch that black dude's face in the background. Yeah. I think he missed <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just tell me he did me Yo, I do like you. He pissed off Massa. Oh, Massa coming. Massa ain't gonna like this when you hear about it. Yeah, um, that was funny. That's funny, man. He said we need to kick. We need to hang out. Hey, I'll take you shopping. I'll pay for it. Sick, dude. What are you talking That's about? Something a dude tell a girl. Like nigga, we gonna fight after that, dude. You're not telling me that. All right. So you're not telling me, yo, for real, that's that's wild, bro. You're not telling me that. And you think that's acceptable too, like like that's not a that's not that's not there's nothing gay about that? Like no, 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 no. That's gay, brother. That's gay, bro. That's weird. And look, I don't know how look, it's it's weird. I'll just say that. It's weird. It's weird. Oh, I'm gonna take you out. Look, what? Take what? As soon as you say that, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna want to fight because you say you're gonna take me out. I'm thinking you got a gun or something, so I'm at the I'm at the charge on you. Oh no, I'm taking you shopping. Now I'm gonna really have to beat you up because you thinking I'm a bitch. Now I gotta beat you down. Shit is crit. Yo, stop. Yo, yo. Wow, bro. And yeah, they got niggas there. That's look, man. I'm gonna tell you how deep this shit is. I'm gonna tell you how deep this shit is, really. When 50 said that, you hear the guy in the background say, yo, chill, chill, yo, chill out, yo, chill. Yeah. Yeah. Because he know, like, oh, I ain't going to try to be in the same room when this shit happened. You be the one motherfucker in the background and shit, not even laughing, and you the one that take a loss. But, like, trying to hook up with her, trying to hook up with her, hang out with her, so he can, like... Have you know, so you can like penetrate her and just create her insides from semen, you know? He did that to another man. He talked he talk like that to 50 Cent. I mean, how are you going to talk to 50 Cent? How are you going to talk to 50 Cent? I look at 50, I already know he's got a solid gaydar going. Yeah. You're going to try to groom him. Yeah, that's crazy. Like what, 50 times? <laughs> Yo, stop. Yo, these niggas is sick, yo. They said... <laughs> they said, did he try to groom 50? Oh, my... <coughs> oh, my fucking God, bro. Oh, my fucking God. Hey, uh, we got another interview from... Uh, uh, oh, P. Diddy is uh, P. Diddy bodyguard. Yeah. Uh-oh. Man, these people, they snitching all over him. Well, this is Hollywood. Yeah. This, this, man, this is like... 
Is it snitching? Hear me out. Is it snitching? Hey, maybe, 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 maybe a couple of the hoodlums, a couple of the street niggas, new blocks, niggas in the projects, niggas in the cul-de-sacs, the hood, niggas in the blocks. Y'all can answer this. Is it snitching that a bodyguard sees the person that he's guarding, who happens to be a billionaire, beating the shit out of a woman? <laughs> okay, beat not beating the shit out of a man. Not beating the shit out of a man, whether he deserved it or not, but beating the brakes off of a woman. Is it snitching for you to come out and go, I seen it happen. The woman didn't deserve it. X, Y, and Z. Is that considered snitching? I just want to know. This, 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 this behavior. That's why I spread in Hollywood. This is typical, usual, and common behavior. Yeah, it breeds. What? It's a culture that breeds this type of activity, man. Because there's a lot of sexual demons in Hollywood. Remember <laughs> we had that, um, that, um, we had that damn casting couch? Um, Yo. No, we had, these, these people called us from L.A. Yo. This is long, just years ago. They said, we got an idea for a TV Let show. We want you guys to be the host. So they flew. we flew in. Let me tell you, we get that, and it's two gay dudes. Nah. I mean, they're super gay. I mean, nah, 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 yeah. nah, 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 nah. Chill, 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 chill. New, yo, they try to backdoor you. Oh no! I nigh, I nigh. They try to backdoor you for the deal. Around them and others got pixie dust and a purple oil around them. Yeah. This dude was so gay, the whole time he didn't even look at my face. He was staring at my crotch the whole Yo. time. Yeah. And guess what? We we're sitting on two black couches. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I walked to the room, I was like, man, I've seen this somewhere. <laughs> nah, nah y'all lying, bro. This gotta be cap. Y'all not joking about this shit. Y'all not joking. About Yo, stop, bro. They had the niggas on the casting couch? Y'all were on the casting couch? God damn. Why are you gay? A room, black couch. An empty room with a black couch. Damn, son. Why have I seen this? <coughs> damn. Yeah. That was, you know what? That was the most uncomfortable thing, man. And the dude started sweating like he was profusely. Like he, he said, why is it so hot in here? <laughs> wow. I was like, man, this dude a homosexual. <laughs> Yo, chill. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you gay? Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we continue, hold up. Damn. This is a disclaimer. <laughs> The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. All right. <laughs> Every time, man, when shit gets real brutal, shit is getting brutal. They said, because I know the Hodge twins, they, they, they're the conservative blacks. They're a bunch of uh, conservative blacks. Um, rednecks. I, I don't know who, I don't know what the fuck you would call them. They ain't normal black folk. Not saying that I'm necessarily an example of a normal black folk myself, but God, these niggas is shot out. They they went 
they said, yo, they got called to do an interview or whatever. They showed up. It was a couple of Power Rangers, uh, a couple of Rainbow Power Rangers that were present. Shit got crazy. Shit got brutal. Um, the guy was doing a lot of um, homosexual um, activities, like staring at the man's crotch. Then they went to actually do the interview, and it was a casting couch. They had, they had a casting couch. They had the casting couch special. They tried to smother these men. This is disgusting. Absolutely despicable. I didn't flew out here for this. Yeah. Booty Man, boys. He's talking about he gonna make me a star. Uh-huh. Ain't nothing but a homosexual trying to get whoa, me. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> chill. Anyway, let's go to this bodyguard interview. Chill. I'd been fine without my manager. No, something bad would have happened. Yeah, there'd been some blood spilled in there. I ain't say all that. <laughs> I didn't say all uh, People try something with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta protect you. Gotta, you gotta protect yourself. No, I gotta protect yeah, that. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta protect my holes. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, ain't that protecting your holes? He's whoa. my holes, man. I decide what goes in. Whoa, whoa. But you, what? You gonna take me shopping? <laughs> hey, let's go to the um. Let's go to the bodyguard interview. They have indies, non-disclosure. That means that if you work for them and you around them, you can't disclose hey, any of the He said Indies. He's supposed to say non-disclosure. Yeah, he said non-disclosure. <laughs> he said Indies, too. It's like NDA. He black. He said they got these he Indies. Black. But he didn't say it right. He black. non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> Nigga shit. He a black. <laughs> That's a nigga. That's a nigga. He a black. This nigga said MDC. I'm dead. Yo, I can't. Yo. Yo. They got MDs. That's a nigga. <laughs> Make it to the real party because somewhere if you if you're not a homosexual, they got they got a filtering out process. You work for Zaddy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, they got <laughs> they got MDs. Yo, I can't, bro. <laughs> they got MDs. They, uh, they call them Indies. That's that Negro slang. This stuff for the time. You know, Negroes take words and just say half of it. Yeah. Yeah. They have indies, non-disclosure. That means that <laughs> if you right. work for them, you around them, you can't disclose any of the information about them. But there's some artists that didn't say anything, that didn't sign it, and they able to talk about anything they want to. And I think that's those girls that was, I think Danny came. Oh, I shit. Oh no, no, no. Y'all remember Danny Kane? I remember a little bit, a little bit, not a lot. They weren't, I guess a lot of people, depending on if, 
if you like them, if that's your thing, like looks wise, they look alright. Always thought the Pussycat dolls were better looking. Y'all know the um Nicole, whatever her name is, that bitch is bad as shit. She black. Um uh from the Pussycat dolls. She black. Um But Danny D Kane was kinda like, you know, a knockoff of that. Personally. I think a couple of them did sign it. And boy, oh boy, they probably going to go after him, too. Because mm. I heard him, and I'm giving you this, Aubrey. He stood up there and he said, in front of a lot of people, we were in the studio. And I said something to him and walked out the studio. <laughs> he said, yo, I'm going to drug this off and pick them up and, and, and pimp them out to my... <laughs> Pipped the ball to my neck. He said, yo, stop. Yo, allegedly. Yo, chill. Yo, chill. He said, he going, <laughs> this that dirty money. That, that's some ditty shit. I hate to say it. That sounds like some ditty shit. That nigga said, yeah, we're going to drug these bitches up. And feed them to the wolves. That's what that's what uh that's what Diddy said behind the scenes. This that dirty money. He said <laughs> he said we gonna pimp the, this is what he said. He said we gonna pimp these women out. Yo, that's sick. Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'ma drug them out. Hold up. I'm gonna get them all on drugs. Whoa. And I'm gonna pimp their ass out to my You work for Zaddy, right? <laughs> Somebody kids, yo, and walked out, yo, and it's yo. somebody that heard me. I mean, well, it's not only somebody that heard me, it's, that it's dirty somebody money. I know who was in the studio at the time that happened, and I still talk to him today. And we were just talking about that the other day. <laughs> I was just talking about that the other day. He got some country in him, don't he? Yeah, like he's from my neck of the woods. We were just talking about that the other day. <laughs> Coon lords. The <laughs> coon lords. Hey, These but, niggas. Um, yeah. y'all, y'all niggas is coons, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. Y'all some y'all some coons, bro. <laughs> now I know. When niggas was talking, like, I never heard I heard of these guys from all of the detractors, right? There's some people that you know from their detractors. Like, yo, you hating this man. It's like it's almost like how I talk about Trump, right? There was people that hated the man so much that it made me want to learn more about him. And then in the process of knowing more about him, I knew why people hated him. I didn't hate him. I hated the people that hated them. I hated the people that ended up hating him because they don't have anything logical. They don't have anything to really talk about to make him worth hating. In this situation, like with the with the twins, like. When a lot of, it was them, it was some other guy. I think Terrence Williams. It's Terrence Williams. Y'all remember Terrence Williams, right? He did the uh, he did the speech with Trump. He did a he did a couple things with Trump. And he was always put into that coon category. And um people like him, he can't crash out because you know he has to be conservative and professional. Me, I'll crash out. I'll turn into a. I'll turn this shit into a demolition derby. I don't play games. I don't play the coon games. But those niggas were cooning. They were cooning. Niggas is funny as hell though. I like their content. But sometimes, man, they be going. They be going way too hard. <laughs> I'm like, yo, chill out. That nigga said, 
I thought I was, I thought, I thought he was, he said some shit like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> this nigga said, he's like, damn, man, I thought I was going to get a record deal. You just a homosexual. Why, bro? Like, why? Just why? That's crazy. Like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking, that's crazy. There ain't no HR department in hip hop. See, this is what, this is what created HR departments, niggas. Man, y'all know that, right? White man said, we need to come up with something. I know what we call it. We call it the HR department. <laughs> Keep these niggas in line. <laughs> this you think nigga. it's I'm just, that was a joke, I didn't. Oh, okay. You think I was serious? Well, just make sure they understand that, man. It's still a joke. It's still, I was just joking. Just joking, man. I mean, did ain't got no HR department. What's the what you call this in HR? What? Sexual harassment. No, that ain't sexual harassment. That's a crime. It's human resources. Well, sexual harassment is a crime. Happen? Uh, sex trafficking? Yeah, sexual harassment is like a crime now. The fuck are y'all sexual, talking you about? Yeah, you go up to a girl. Yo, what are y'all talking about? Come on, guys. Anyway, <laughs> what more can I say? It's two minutes. I don't want to hear this more than two more minutes. I'm done. I'm not listening to that anymore. I'm going to exit that. We close to an hour and 40 minutes. Starting off Friday with this episode here. It's 12.06. And like, like usual... Anytime I'm waking up, anytime, it, it doesn't even matter what time I wake up. Like this morning, I woke up at like like 8.30. Got like exactly eight hours of sleep. Woke up at 8.30. Uh, I had, I was hungry as shit. So I'm like, yo, let me hit Mickey D's up because I haven't had a, a sausage egg McMuffin in a while. And that shit was slapping. You know, you got to get the hash brown, put the hash brown on it. You know, only real niggas can relate, man. Um, that's how I started my morning. And then it was like from that time to when I started recording, it was like time just time doesn't exist. Like time fades away early in the morning when it's the afternoon, when I'm at work, time goes down. Time, time is almost at a standstill when I'm at work. Unless I am actually moving around and actually working or listening to something worth listening to, right? Time goes by slow. Morning times, like, even when I'm recording, it's like, felt like I just got in my car and it's already 12 o'clock. And I'm already left for like an hour and 30 fucking minutes before I have to go to work. But yo, it is what it is. Hopefully today goes by fast. Yesterday was in too bad. Um, if I can get the same window as I did yesterday, uh, we'll, we'll be able to have a full show. I have a... What was that? Let me go through that list real quick before wrapping this up. Um, I know Doc Rich, right? We got the Doc Rich video about the tide has turned. That's 16 minutes. And then we got um, more celebrities are being exposed from the Diddy allegations. So, like I said, it just opened up a can of worms. And we're going to see a lot of different names be mentioned. Whether people believe it or not, it's just going to be there. Right. 
But we're going to be going through all that later. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.